This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. Live from the laundry room, I'm Paul Kenny. Bogart's on assignment. Uh, we've just moved. Hopefully, I'll be doing this show live from my new store at 5 St. Regis Crescent North, Unit 4. But it has taken a little bit longer than I thought. Now, this is a call-in show. When you get to call, look at the numbers right now. Um, it is 416-360-0740. Get a pen. Get a piece of paper. Make sure they both work for you. And out of town, because we have a lot of listeners out of town, and we do a lot of business out of town, actually, 1-866-740-4740. So you've got, we're going to have a great show in front of us today. We're going to be talking about coins, gold, silver, if you have and bills. We're going to be talking about purses, authentication, my new location. That almost sounds right. Okay. Autographs, music. Metal signs, dishes, china, art, furniture, the rugs, sewing machine. I know you got questions out there. I know you don't know maybe what it's worth and you knew what it used to be worth. We're going to tell you what it's worth right now. And we're going to have Rick on the show as well. We're going to have from Royal LePage. He's going to be giving us um, uh, hints on the, in, on uh, real estate. Uh, we're going to be talking Cheese Boutique. Out, uh, yesterday was an outdoor show. I'll go into that as well. Um, and we're going to be talking, like I said, uh, lithographs, military. Your dish sets are not worth nothing. No matter what these house pickers, these guys go to your, uh, we call them door knockers, go to your house and tell you what your stuff is worth. A lot of times they just want to grab the low-hanging fruit. They'll give you the $10 for the $1,000 item. It's the other things you have to get rid of, and they do have a value. Okay? So... And we're going to be trying, and furniture is worth something. We handle furniture on our new store. And the other thing, like I said yesterday, I was, okay, I just mentioned briefly, I went to an outdoor show. It was sunny out. They charged me 10 bucks to get in. Okay. Like you go to Southworks, my buddies in Cambridge, it's free. When you come to our show, it is going to be free. Two nines on, um, but I was there yesterday and lucky for me, I was giving out. Normally, I don't go to these sometimes, but I went out to get to up flyers to my new location. At five, our new location is going to be 5 St. Regis Crescent North Unit 4. Now, it's going to be, you have to go around the bend when you're going there. We won't be open now for about 10 days. This moving thing is taking a little bit longer than I thought. You know, you want to make God laugh, you just tell him your plan. So I was hoping to be open by the 15th. We probably won't be open before. We're about October 1st, we think we'll be taking back in uh, furniture. So you got to wait a little bit longer. Also, because every time I forget, we have an auction ending on Wednesday. 
if Bell Canada can get their uh, can get our lines in. So this, I guess, I'm going to repeat the numbers. If you got questions on downsizing, if you got questions on uh, um, what your stuff is worth, where to get rid of it, where where am I? Where to get the most money for it? Um, and numbers here are four one six three six zero zero seven four zero, and out of town. 866-740-4740. Now, we got Rick here. Rick, how you doing? You're always my first call of the day. What are you doing? Oh, Rick's there. Rick, you there? How's it going? How's it going there? Oh, we're, it's we're a lot of work. You're getting you your new store up and running. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, no. We got, okay, we moved everything. Yeah. And we're tired. We were just recent, putting everything on. But because... We do a lot online. We counted on, on Bell Canada to have our lines in. They said they'd be there Monday. Right, right. So on Friday, it was just a Friday after the Monday is supposed to be in. They wouldn't do it yet. I had a very frustrating time talking to them. I said, this can't be rocket science. I says, I'm yeah, moving my store and I'm going to keep if my phone number. you who you were, they would have come running ball. <laughs> no, no, no. But <laughs> I, I'm moving my store. I said, I want to keep my number. They said yes. They said no. They said maybe. They said yes. They said no. I mm-hmm. finally wanted to talk to the smartest person at Bell. They wouldn't talk mm-hmm. to me talk to him. I even asked to talk to the supervisor. They said, I don't have a supervisor. And I said, no, this is just ridiculous because I can't be unique in that I want to. I'm moving my business, which happens probably at least once right. or twice a decade to people. If you have a business, small business. Man, they just couldn't get it together. I thought, I had to go to Rogers. I just said, you know, I give up. You just don't have any intelligent people there. You don't well, have people who know what they're doing. Well, once it's done, though, and up and running, it'll be well worth it. Uh, oh, Paul, yeah. as you know, we had a fantastic week. We had a great week. We sold a house this week, Paul, that, you know, we featured on the show a couple yeah. of times. And as usual, uh, we got more money than the one down the street. We consistently get more money. I'm talking about the one that we sold at Bathurst and Steels. We had a lot of showings. We gave the house a lot of exposure. We went multiple offer, and we got the client top buck for the property. They were happy. I'm happy. You're happy. We're all happy. Uh, and this is why it's so important that people do contact us, Paul. When, when they're looking at buying or selling, but if you're looking to sell, uh, we come in, and you were saying before that we're going to give some tips. Well, the number one tip, Paul, when you sell the house to get the most value of the property, uh, you would think is, oh, maybe I got to paint, I have to renovate, all good stuff. But the number one thing you need to do is declutter and declutter and declutter. And that's where we come in, Paul. If they need help getting the house ready for sale, we're there for them. We handle it all. We start from beginning to end. Uh, we get their house sale ready with your help. What about the what about the person selling their house who doesn't want the top dollar? Where do they go? Somebody else? Yeah, I suppose that's what ends up happening. They they choose to get less money for it. I mean, that's entirely up to them. Uh, but you know, there's the other side of the coin too, Paul. Because uh, you know, we were offering this house for sale, and now that it's sold, all the whiners and the complainers and the crybabies come out saying, "Oh, oh, I, I would have bought it." Well, you know, we we offered it. We hold back offers for over a week to make sure. Everybody gets an opportunity to see it, and if they want, they can put an offer on it. So we allow for a bit of time. We don't just grab the first offer that comes along, uh, and it maximizes what we get for the house. We give it full exposure, 
Uh, we get plenty of calls, and we consistently get top dollar, not just because of our exposure, but we help get the house sale ready. Uh, yeah. So now we have another house coming up in Brantford, Paul. Uh, as you know, Brantford is a really pretty city. Uh, this mm. house, we've talked about it a couple times before. We're going to be listing it very soon, so we'll have more details on it. But for now, you need to know it is a single detached home in an extremely desirable area of Brantford. It's near all the big box stores. It's near the mall. You know, you've got transportation. You've got restaurants. You've got shops. Uh, it's a real pretty house on a pretty street, very mature. Uh, the inside of the house has a brilliant floor plan. It's a large home uh, with potential, uh, with rental potential for the basement, or it can be used as an in-law suite. Uh, it's an extremely formal-looking home, traditional-looking home, uh, very elegant. It oh, has, no, I saw uh, it. You know something? That same home in Toronto... Mm-hmm. 1.5, 1.6, 1.7 million. At and least. the thing is, you can buy it. They'll be able to pocket. Someone who sold their house in Toronto can live in exactly the same size house outside right. of Toronto with mm-hmm. a backyard. I don't know if it has mm-hmm. a plum tree, but in That's a right. backyard. <laughs> and then it just have some. It's like, take advantage of this. You know what I mean? You've you worked all your life. And right. scrimps and scrapes, well, 30 years ago, I remember when a dollar was a real dollar. Exactly. And at the end of the week, you had five of them left over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to put in the cookie jar against what you're going to buy or sell. And right. now it's different. The house is worth what the dream has come true for a lot of people in Toronto. People are willing to pay stupid, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say stupid amounts, but a lot of money for right. your house. They want to be in Toronto. And I can understand this. Toronto is a fantastic, Southwest Ontario is fantastic, but yeah. Toronto's the hub, the yeah. entertainment, the zoos. The yeah, but you know, Paul, almost uh, you, can, you can have all that. It's, it's uh, less than, uh, or more or less, about an hour's drive to Toronto, which, yeah. you know, when I got to go downtown Toronto from where I am up in Vaughan, it can take me over an hour just to get downtown Toronto. So why not hop on the highway? You can drive home uh, to to. Uh, to a, a town that has all the amenities anyway. The most people now are working from home or are retiring and going out outwards where they can, you know, like you said, cash in on their $1.5 to $2 million Toronto home, keep a million, over a million dollars in the bank, and get a very stately-looking home, very traditional, very elegant. Now, Paul, this house has a main floor family room with fireplace. Can you imagine? A I love a fireplace. For I know it's, Christmas. it's not environmentally friendly, but I love a fireplace. <laughs> well, you know, Paul, it is a stunning home, and, uh, you know, we're going to offer more um, details on it in the next couple of weeks. Uh, so if people need to see it or want to see it, uh, I, I suggest they do it soon and not be one of the whiners afterwards that misses out on it because it is perfect for the downsizer and the first-time buyer or even an investor. They think maybe down down the road they might want to move out of Toronto and they want to buy a piece of property for a real good price. Compared well, they're telling to people to invest in condos now. You know what I'm saying with the condo fees? I'm thinking if you're an investor and you have someone managing your property, a standalone house has got to be standalone. It's, it's heads and shoulders above a condo. They're saying we're only paying this much, but... It's still only a condo. You can't, you can't oh, tear down sure. a condo and build another one. Not if there's other people with them in the same condo. I'm yes. just saying that homes and land is good investment. 
outside Always. of the city. Always. You know? So, anyways, uh, like I was saying, Paul, uh, we welcome anybody's call. We're here to help them from beginning to end uh, of, you know, a, a difficult decision for a lot of people. Uh, we know it's difficult because, yeah. you know, they've maybe been living there 30, 40, 50 years. They don't know where to start. And, of course, uh, we also deal, you know, because we, we are downsizing specialists, we do uh, deal with things such as probate and wills and feuding families when they don't know what to do, where to start. We come in and, you know, we take care of all that. We get that house ready. We handle the tough decisions and the challenges that, that are unique sometimes to people that, you know, they're uh, perhaps at a different stage in their life and uh, they haven't experienced anything like this before. We we have. So we know how to guide them and put them in the right direction. Uh, I'm going to give my phone number, Paul, because I, I know people want to give me a call and they're going to want to call me as soon as they can before it's too late. Like it always turns out to be. So it, it's Rick Tibackle from Royal Page, and I can be reached anytime, day or night, at 416-258-3972. You know, I couldn't have done it without you. I can, I can empty the place, get the stuff sold, but you mm-hmm. sell the property. And like I said, you couldn't do it without me. We're a good team here because oh, fantastic. what happens is I get it ready for sale so there's no... And it stays sold. That'll be the big thing about this. It stays sold. We mm-hmm. take care of, we don't want to take some of the crazy offers that are going around right now. If this and that and this and that, and if I get financing, we just make sure it stays sold. Because people right now, there's no bigger letdown. If you sold your house, you've gotten rid of all your stuff, you've prepared to move, and the other person box at it. You don't want yes. that to happen. Okay. No, you don't want that to happen. No, and, and that's no. why it's really important to get as many people uh, looking at your home as possible so you can pick the best of the best uh, to ensure that there are no little things that can interfere with the sale, such as financing and such as uh, other clauses that people put in there. Uh, the mm-hmm. other thing, Paul, and, and this is something I, I, I like to stress, is we help people buy homes too, and we help people, especially those who perhaps you know, had a difficult year for whatever reason and have challenges getting mortgages. Well, you know, we, we deal with people that can help get them the mortgage they need. There's a product for everybody, whether you, yeah. um, you know, bad credit, good credit, no credit. Uh, maybe, you know, you had a bad year, you know, you weren't working, but you know, it's a, it's a new era. Uh, things are improving. Uh, and uh, if a person wants to be, uh, buy a home, there's no excuse not to, because not only do we provide the home or help them find a home, but we can help provide the financing to make sure they don't uh, get locked out of the market. Yeah. Like I say, one of the only reasons to live in Toronto is you want to live near your grandkids. I got a new grandkid coming on, a new Wonderful. grandchild coming on next week or two. And mm-hmm. I just, my wife won't move without, within, with outside of 10 miles around to get grandkids. Okay. She wants to go visit them on a whim. Now, there is the other thing. Some people want to get away from their grandkids, but not me. Thanks, Rick. My pleasure. We'll talk again soon. Have a great day. Thanks. Now, on top of it, Rick, we have a property. I forgot about this one last week. The one in Brussels, Ontario. Four apartments and two stores. One store isn't rented yet, but it's under $700,000. It's already, I think it generates $4,600 a month. And But they act that people want to repurpose their money. They're, they're getting older. They want to get rid of it. And it's a 
excellent opportunity for someone who wants to move out of town, but I'm going to say Brussels, Ontario. You're not on your way to somewhere else near the lake, near Lake Huron, but it carries itself as an investment property, or you can move out there. It's got three apartments in it, four, no, four apartments. It's a three-story building in Brussels, probably the tallest story in building in Brussels. But I want to mention, if someone wants it, they can call me. You can call me. Now, because of my problem with Bell Canada, I would say you have to call me at 647-298-8989. For the next week, until they've actually solved this, copy down this number. Because I know he's on, last week I got calls about last week's show, and I'll talk about some of the things we talked about last week. 647-298-8989. Don't call me now. I'm on the air. Call me after the show or during the week. The number for calling here, we really have a full board, 416-360-0740. Out of town, and the lovely people out of town, 866-740-4740. We'll be right back to talk to Roxanne and Mark. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Yep. We're back. I'm Paul Kenny from Storage Wars Canada and Consignment Heroes. We're back in the laundry room. And um, I should say, I just I just saw that ad of mine, which I hadn't edited it yet. That's the number that Bell Canada can't forward yet. So you might have to call me during the week. We're hoping to fix that. Uh, seven, you call me at 647-298-8989. Do not call me while I'm on the show, because as I'm doing this live from the laundry room, my phone is my live from the laundry room apparatus. Okay? So, and Sam, and you know I wanted people to buy local. Sam, I've never had a complaint from Sam. Everything he does is perfect. If you're going to stay in your home, you want to fix your bathroom. You want to fix your, uh, kitchen. Sam has been doing it 40 years, a family-run business. He's got his own factory. Nothing's prefabbed. He designs it exactly as you want. You know something? You're going to spend so much time in your kitchen. I don't believe that people want to get one of these things out of the big box store. Yes, it's less money, but every time that something doesn't slide right or fit right, you're going to be blaming yourself. Okay, we're going to Roxanne in Toronto because she's been holding patiently. Roxanne, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Working too hard for too little money this week, but I'm not making any money this week. How can I help you? A lot of people say that, too. I have two items here, and I don't know if you know anything about them. 
I have a program here, an official program from the Arsenal Football Club Limited. It says at the top, football, the Gunners League, yeah. first division, and the program what is 1934-35, and the Ooh, price nice. is 2D, whatever 2D is, I don't know. But I thought this is from England. Yes. I got, I'm, I'm going to get to your price in a minute, but I got a small story about Arsenal. My son, Bogart, is a huge Arsenal fan, okay? Okay. And uh, and his wife works for Air Canada. They went over to England to go to a game. He bought tickets off a scalper. Now, he's gone. He's been planning this for six months. He's got his Arsenal scarf, his Arsenal jacket, his Arsenal hat, his Arsenal everything. He's wearing it. He gets up. He bought the tickets from a scalper, and they're over there, they're a little bit more vicious than we are here. They wouldn't let him in to the Arsenal sex because he bought the tickets for the opposing team. So they wouldn't let him into the game unless he got rid of everything he was wearing. And, had to, and they said, while you're in your seat, do not cheer. And Arsenal does something good. So it didn't turn out as good as, as well as he wanted, but he still remembers the trip. And uh, that's my story about Arsenal. Wow. Now, um, the 30s program, is it signed or is it a playoff or is it just a regular season game? Uh, it's his official program, but and it's, I think it's got a bunch of pages here, but I, it's not signed by anybody. Okay. Usually in the center, we'll have the lineup of Arsenal and we'll have the lineup of uh, the opposing team. Right. And Arsenal, you know something? I'd like to buy that just for my son. Just, uh, just uh, He doesn't collect a lot, but he might like something like that. On um, the value, you would have to check. If it was a hockey program from the 30s, it would be worth three, dollars $400. But as a, as a soccer one, they don't collect the same way. Probably going to be worth 100 to $150. If you had the ticket stub to go with it, that would probably help as well. And it'll depend on the condition of it. Right. Okay? But it's a nice item. And like I said, my, my um, son Bogart, who's not with me right now, big Arsenal fan. And uh, and I didn't know this. They told me the story when he got back. You know, but it was kind of funny. Because over there, you can, like, if I go to a hockey game, I'm a Toronto fan, wear my Toronto jersey, I can be sitting right next to a Montreal fan. There'll be a friendly rivalry. But I'm not going to hit him in the head. Right. You know, maybe cheers. Or if they do a goal. But over there, apparently, it's a little different. Okay. And there's probably some listeners over here that were over in England back then and know exactly what I'm talking about. Thank you. Well, what other items do you have? The other item is uh, like a newspaper. It's the Irish Exile. And then there's something in Gaelic. And it says the official organ of Irish Self-Determination League of Great Britain. And a monthly record of Irish Ireland movements from June. That would be interesting because that's a hit. I'm always into history, uh, but probably as newspaper. Now, what happens here? This is part of the problem: is that a lot of the libraries and had the um, uh, newspapers in them, and a lot of the um, the stack. When everyone went to digital, they start getting rid of these things. Okay, uh, so there's more of them on the market than the market can bear. Uh, unless you're thinking of Lusitania or Titanic or 
and not even things like Man on the Moon or anything like that. It's got to be something that someone wants to put on their wall, the World Series, maybe the last time the Leafs won the Stanley Cup. That's probably wall material. But um, most newspapers, there's two things. They're hard to frame because it's so large. Right. And there are more of them coming out. And um, our grandkids might not know what a newspaper is. Okay. Okay. I don't think I'm too far off on that. I know my son doesn't know what a stamp is. His grandkids won't know for sure. And a rotary telephone is what the heck is that, Dad? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You have a good day. I always do. Always do. Mark in Toronto, how you doing? Fine. How are you, Paul? Working way too hard. And like I say, literally this week I am making no money because my store is closed. It is really hard on me that we're moving there and the people are calling. They want to come and see me. Gold and silver. We're still taking care of people with gold and silver. They want to buy it or sell it. Like I say, the best gold and silver shop is leaving Richmond Hill and moving to Toronto. Um, but it's going to be it's moving is a lot harder. You move in a house is one thing. I have literally 600 boxes of stuff. So how can I help you, Mark? Well, uh, talking about gold and silver, I have some gold sovereigns that uh, I'd like to sell. And I I, I believe some of them have even numismatic value, but I I don't know how to evaluate them. Do you do that? Well, we can do that. No, no, we do that all the time. And gold and silver. Now, a a sovereign is 0.2354 of an ounce. A little less than a quarter of an ounce. They are 90% gold. And the reason for this, because it's a coin, if it was pure gold, they were, it would wear. Okay? And the other thing back then, we don't realize that sovereigns used to be money of the world. Uh, in 1900, uh, if you were paying a debt, um, you have, you know, the 20 francs or uh, Americans gold. Actual money changed hands. The sovereigns actually moved around, and people had them as a, as a, a savings of money. The uh, 2.3354 ounces. Now, if numismatically some, if it's a very low mintage, but most of them, because it was one of the monies of the world, as I call it, um, most of them are made in large supplies. And unless it's a proof or a very something that the mints were down, also sovereigns are made in Australia and they'll have a P or an M on them. There are also some sovereigns are made in Canada. And they all have some numismatic value. They were made in India. Um, we're going to talk about this later on. The English took care of the money. Like even today, any English money bills that have a queen on them is generally still you can bring it in and get it paid for it. Where everything in South America, you can't. Uh, there's so many countries that they just stop making that money and they just say, okay, if you don't turn it in by November 12th, you're, you're not getting any money towards it, okay? Okay. The Canadian money, and I'm going to say this, we're going to talk about it a little bit later on. Canadian money, right back, all of it is still be cashed into the bank, so I'm going to tell you why not to. <coughs> so you can drop <clears throat> call this number 647-298-8989. I'll give it out more times in the show. During the week, and something like this we can handle for you with the sovereigns. Gold is down a bit this week, but 
It's still up from what it used to be, but it did take a dip on Thursday and Friday. And the more gold goes up, the more we pay. The more gold goes down, the less we pay. Just how it is. Okay, Mark? Okay. Call me in when you want to come in, and uh, we'll make time for you. And we'll also make sure you can get a second opinion, but we will tell you what we'll pay at that moment. Okay? Thank you very much for the call. Thank you so much. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to talk right after. I'm going to be talking about uh, uh, Mayflower and and, uh, Cheese Boutique here for a minute. But right after that, we're going to be talking. I want you to hang on because we're going to talk about bills, Canadian bills, the same bills that the Canadian government told you there were going to be no good. You should cash them in in January. Well, they're still good. You can still get more money for them than the Canadian government's making. But for my one of the friends of the show is the Chiefs Boutique at 45 Ripley Avenue. They're open right now. Um, even Glenn's down the office, down the street from. Maybe I'll pick me up some cheese. Uh, he's at uh, 26 Ripley. So we're at 45 Ripley is the Chiefs Boutique. And it is one of the little wonder spots, one of the hidden treasures in Toronto. If you're going to buy cheese, and I love my cheese. Like I said, I can, uh, on a toast and just letting the heat of the toast melt the cheese a little bit. I cut it really thin, not because I'm cheap. Well, maybe I'm a little cheap. But I like to have it so it's just a little thin layer and you just get the taste out of it. But they have... Hundreds and hundreds of cheeses there. Every cheese from around the world. They've done a six issue, six shows about the cheese boutique. Okay, and cheese. The, um, the experts that they're at from is one of the experts in the world on cheese. He knows everything. Plus, he's told his staff everything. Okay, so this is why the cheese boutique is. They've got hundreds of sauces there. It's not one stop shopping. They got everything. They got sauces, they got meat, and everything's first grade. I mean, it is, it's not where you're going to see the, you know, bananas with bruises on them or something like that. It is all first grade, but the cheeses and the sauces and the mustards, if you need choice, and some of them don't, it's too much choice for something. My wife went down and said, Paul, too much choice for me. So she brought my uh, daughter-in-law and she said it was great. There's lots of choice here. And they had a lot of fun with it. But the cheese was in, it's at 45 Ripley Avenue, the phone number. And here's the other thing about it. I mean, we're talking a complete service. They know what service is. 416-762-6292. If the order's over a certain amount, they will deliver it in Toronto. I don't know if they're still delivering up in the Muskoka. They might be, but they're delivering down in Niagara. They're one of these places that knows how important cheese is. Okay? And... You know when you've had a good cheese, and it's like I have. If I find a good one, I'm buying. Four, I'm not buying two ounces of. I'm buying enough to keep me going for a while. Okay, but the cheese boutique, one of the hidden gems in Toronto, and it's always nice to go to a place. And I hope my store, <coughs> consignment yours, has as much knowledge as they knew about cheese. Because when you go there, their staff knows about it. Um, there's choice, and if they don't have it, they know something to replace it. Okay. Plus, this is weird. I think cheese is a great gift. I think it's something, because someone's a gift, something you wouldn't buy yourself. If someone lives out of town, you can't make it down to the cheese boutique. And you're going to a special function at Halloween or Christmas or something like that, Thanksgiving. 
And they say you have to bring something a little bit special. Bring that special cheese. Cheese Boutique, 45 Ripley Avenue, one of the friends of the show. Now, before I do this, phone number, because this is a call-in show, and it's greatly, the direction of the show goes depends on who calls in. 416-360-0740 or 866-740-4740. I mean, if you've got a question about anything, authentication, <coughs> clothes, we're going to have, I'm going to say this right now, remember this, we are going to have purses and higher-end clothing at our consignment store. We're going to have the furniture. We're going to have silver plates. We're going to have sterling. We're going to have the coins. We're going to have the comics. We're going to have, it'll be a place for man cave and a woman to get gifts or and see stuff they don't see in the other consignment shops in Toronto. It is going to be a new concept on an old idea. And we're, let's just call we are going to be the ultimate recyclers in town. Okay, now, this is, I was going to just talk about bills. Now, we're thinking about bills, and the government earlier on in the year said, cash in your thousands. Now, they're still going to be bringing them to The government will take them back, and certain banks will have to. $100 bills, $50 bills, $2 bills. You have to bounce these before you bring them to the bank. And I know it's a little extra work, but you sure don't want to be the person who is giving um, a $500 bill to uh, the bank, and the bank gives you $500 for it, and it's worth $25,000, okay? Even, and we don't think about this, with the Queen, in 1935, the $50 notes, the $20 notes, are worth, I don't know, $1,500? That's $20. The bank will give you $20. We can either sell on consignment or actually buy for cash, obviously. Up to $37,000 for a $20 note. Now, some people need the money. I understand this. Too much problem. They'd rather go to the nearest bank, give it to them, and sometimes the banks will call us up and we actually buy it. It's a $20 note for 1935. A hundred, $25 note, but they didn't make many of them, okay? But in English... It started around $1,500 for one that two elephants had a tap dancing contest on, okay, to them mint worth about $50,000. $50,000. And not only that, if you have one of these notes, it's not one of these things, oh, it's $50,000, I'll give you $10,000, like some of these guys buying the handbags and stuff. You're going to get pretty near that whole amount of money. So if $50,000 for $25 is something you want, you have to do check it with us. But it's also, even the, mon- the more mundane, like devil's face notes, <coughs> excuse me, we know the difference on them. We actually do know the difference. And I want to make sure the people who have these, and what happens is, you might know you have it now, but uh, Aunt Eunice leaves your safety deposit box with all sorts of cash in it. So the worst thing you can do with that cash is bring it to the bank. Even though they're right there in the safety deposit box, you have to bring it to myself or some of the other coin dealers around and get a second opinion because some coin dealers will not be as fair as we are, I think. We will buy it. We can auction it because we have a coin auction. and Or you can consign it into our store and know exactly what you're going to get for it. But the one thing you shouldn't do until you should not bring it to the bank. I don't want to say this way. 
So we're going to go for our numbers here, 360-0740-866-740-4740. We're going to be right back. Give us a call. I know you got questions out there, but a couple of messages from friends of the show coming up. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. So I want to say this about Southworks. Um, it's free parking, free admission, free air conditioning, lots of room, completely sent. Like, I don't know. I, I was at an outdoor show yesterday. I'll get back to it in a minute. But they know how valuable your safety and keeping that place clean is at Southworks Antique Mall. They've got 100 dealers, all Canadian local dealers. They are going to take care of it. But like I said, free parking, free admission. Ah, I don't want to pay $10 I can't buy on something. Then they have lots of room, and they're cleaning it. I didn't see a lot of people with sanitary things yesterday at the show and uh, like spray balls and stuff like that. And how do you know the person in front of you just didn't touch something and that's how things spread? But that's just me for this. Because if everyone was vaccinated, I wouldn't care. But they're not all vaccinated. So I'm at this show yesterday giving out my fire toys. I bought for $80, I bought $2,000 sterling cutlery set. Now, here's a case where if this person had called me, I actually would have paid... Seventeen hundred, eighteen hundred, seventeen hundred thirty dollars. I paid eighty. Now, I don't know if it was theirs, but they—I can't imagine if they were selling it for eighty. What did they buy it off the person that gave it to them when they went on the house call? They didn't know it was sterling. I don't know. At eighty dollars, seemed like a real deal for seven hundred, seventeen hundred thirty dollars. It's two thousand dollars in silver. This is where my problem is. Some of these people go around door to door. And they take advantage. And sometimes they don't even know what they're taking advantage of, okay? Like last time I think it was at this show, <clears throat> I bought about $3,000 worth of cards for $50. And I wasn't even there early. Yesterday, actually, I didn't buy this. I didn't get there until 8.30, 9 o'clock, and I bought this around 10. So a lot of other people have gone by this and not bought it. And that's, that's kind of amazing when that happens, you know, but... This is where our difference, and when I talk about Rick, if we're going into your house, we're not, I'm not going to pay you $80 for your $2,000 sterling set, okay? You're going to get the fair value on it. This is when you're employing us. We actually are working for you. We're not going into your house just to pick up all the deals. We're here to move out the items you don't want, 
you get to keep the items or move the items you want to your new location. We'll help sell your house. And we know it's stressful to get rid of this stuff. But it would have been a lot less stressful on these people. They've gotten sixteen or $1,700 for their $2,000 set. I don't know what else they might have bought out of this house. So it's just one of those things that we're there, and uh, it's what we do. Um, and this is why, actually, I, I actually tell people they should never, ever, ever put a gold or silver, unless it's a collector's piece, into an auction or into a consignment shop because consignment's different. When we're buying it, we're buying it and we're making 5 or 6%. A consignment shop is making 50% on you, okay? An auction is making 40% on you. This is why I tell people, if you brought in a whole household dust, we would say consign. We'll put your furniture on the floor. We'll clean it up a tiny bit. We'll put it on the floor. Your dishes we'll put online. And your gold and silver, unless it's got a big wonking uh, diamond in it, it's going to be worth the gold is. And like I said, well, they say it's, it's antique. It's uh, 1980s. 1980s is not old in gold, okay? It is something that, well, you would not wear, a lot of people don't want to wear a 1980s dress unless they're right into the higher, uh, high class stuff. They're not going to wear a 1980s fashion bracelet. We melt them all the time because we put them out. <coughs> we put them out messes very inexpensively. They just don't sell unless someone's buying for the gold value. So I can't, I wish, I want people to write this down. I almost want them to do not consign your gold or silver and to an auction house or a consignment shop, even though we have a consignment shop, we'll buy it off of you. And we'll give you a price that you can go check it around. I mean, we're checking with those guys downtown who are buying purses. Oh, yeah. We will always, always, these guys down there, uh, Omni, uh, Harold, Oliver's, I guarantee we'll always pay more. Always. We're going to give prices at the end of the show. We will tell you what our prices are. You can... Get the price up there, but you should always get a second opinion. And I mean, don't get a second opinion from one of their other shops because they're all the same. Get a second opinion from a place like us for independent, and, and we'll give you our price over the phone. They pay more over the phone, and they won't even give you a price over the phone. Sell it to them. The whole idea is when you're buying, selling it, get the second opinion and take the higher one. <coughs> Excuse me. Put the back on the Canadian note. I just want to say, Canadian notes, uh, if they have an asterisk on them, that's a little star before the number. It's the thing in the, in the serial number that's not a number. Okay, it's an asterisk. Or if you have any of the notes, even the $2 and the $1, they're not going to be worth a lot. So if you're getting 105 instead of $1 for it, that's because a, a lot of people saved as soon as they discontinued the dollars and they discontinued the uh, $2, a lot of people saved those. I'm actually actually... We want the ones before that. But they should still bounce them off a uh, dealer like ourselves to find out what they're worth, especially if you have a cereal in a safety deposit box that's been sitting there 30 years or in the bottom of a drawer or in an envelope with the other coins you got, your silver, which at the end of the show will be given the silver prices. And so I want you to hang on there 13 minutes with us. Okay? So I want to... Uh, talk about St. Regis. St. Regis, we are going to have a store there at 5 
copy this down, you can always call us at 647-298-8989. I'll this address I I will always know with the phone number here. Now we are at five St. Regis Crescent North Unit Four. Not Unit Five, five St. Regis Unit Four. We're um, gold and silver we can do now and anything fit in an envelope we can do now. But your furniture we will not be able to take in until of probably the first of October. You can hang on, you'll get better prices for it. You're thinking about consigning, or if you need to if you're thinking about downsizing, we will go. We'll ascertain your situation, and we will put your uh, items in storage if you have to move them out. Or if you're selling your house, we'll set up a schedule for you. We take, we try and take the stress out of moving. That's what we're trying to do here. Okay? And, okay, we have a call from Lynn from Stony Creek. Lynn, how are you doing? Maybe I don't have it yet. It's not still yellow. What we're doing at this place, we're going to have clothes, high-end clothes, not the new clothes. We're going to have purses. We're going to have scarves. We're going to have furniture. We're going to have lamps. We're going to have chandeliers. We're going to have art. We're going to have um, anything in your house. And this is where we're going to get. We're going to be full service. And here's the difference. I'm going to say this major. I've gone to some of the other consignment shops. Let me say, <coughs> don't bring anything in unannounced. Okay. I understand part of that. So you send us some pictures and we'll pick and choose what we want. We're not going to take care of everything. We will take care of everything. If something has to be recycled, repurposed, or donated, we will take care of that for you. And the stuff that has to be sold, we will sell. When you've decided, the last thing you want, when you've decided, okay, I'm moving, I'm getting rid of my collection, and the other stuff that's no longer good to me, but it's not really high value, you want to have the whole thing done. You made a decision, I'm moving. And you want us to take care of everything from there on in. And we can. Everything. Uh, a lot of times we get asked, do you sell this? What part of everything don't you understand? We do everything. The only thing we don't do is we don't move pianos. How's that? So I got one thing. I don't guess we don't do everything. We don't move pianos. But this is something that uh, our new place, I'm also looking for people to work there. Now that we've expanded to 13,000 square feet, I need um, people who want to work on the floor, flexible hours, competitive pay. We want people to lift. We want people who are just, you can work from home. We have some positions still available to work from home. And how nice is that to work from home, okay? That we'll deliver this stuff to you if you're not worried, you want to go out. <coughs> it's a light work. We just need to be if you're competent on the computer, we can help. You can help us from that way, okay? But the other thing we're going to have this new store will be authentication services, okay? This is very important because on it'll be authentication for Gucci, Judas, uh, <coughs> Lieber, Jimmy Choo, uh, Ermin, Tiffany, Bulgari, Burberry, Breitling, Rolex. We all choose. Everything will be in. Anything higher end, we will authenticate because this is important. We, You know what you're selling, and we will know what we're buying, and then we can get you a higher price with authentication. And because there is a lot of fake stuff out there, but the real stuff deserves to get the real money. And you don't want to get, on your $20,000 purse, you don't want to get $500. That's just not right. So 
this is how we're thinking going forward. We have to, we see so many things in the consignment business that are a little bit different. Like I think us taking everything. The other guys, uh, we'll take your one $5,000 picture, but the rest of your stuff, ah, you're on your own, you know? So, I mean, you can sell that $5,000 piece anywhere. You want someone who takes care of everything, the comics, the cards, the toys, your kids' stuff, your grandkids' stuff, your grandparents' stuff that's been, that was handed down to you that you, you got in boxes uh, 14 years ago and you haven't taken it out of the boxes yet. You know it's nice. You saw it in your parents' home or your grandparents' home, but you still haven't taken it out of the boxes. And some of it's worth more and some might be worth a little bit less. This is why you need us to help you with today's market. You don't really care about marketing 40 years ago. You want to know what you can get for it today. So, and then also, if you're going to donate it, we can help you with that. We're going to have a service there <coughs> that will take the stuff, and the money can be forwarded on to your favorite charity, Salvation Army, wherever you're donating it. Now, some people still manage to take it over there first. And I, I'm, I'm always in favor of us sharing our wealth, of us getting along. And we've had a good, uh, good life, and we want to share some of the, the fruits of our life. But if you give them an item that's worth $300 and they get $7 for it because they just didn't know it was a certain collector item, that's not what you want to do. You'd rather get the $300 for it and give them the money for it. And I've never met a charity that said no to money. Never, ever. But you need a little bit. In today's stuff, you need more expertise. It doesn't happen that someone's going to pay $50 for your $3 item. That ain't going to happen. Um, okay, it might. I don't know. But it probably isn't going to happen. But people will pay you $3 for your $50 item in uh, some of these bake sales and church sales. And that's where we can help. We've gone to many of them. I don't know how many times someone's bought in. Here's our jewelry that we're putting in a sale in the week, and we don't think anything's there. We've given out. They think it's $200. We've given 1300 and one of every three collections of costume jewelry comes in, and we find gold or silver in it. One out of three. And this is stuff they've gone through. Well, we've taken everything good, but we were told to bring it in and take a, you take a look at it. We find that all the time. And But it's also the glass, the painting, the uh, the old computer, a, 19, a 2000 uh, Commodore Pets worth uh, $4,000. Well... The junk guy will give you nine cents a pound. And would you rather get four nine cents a pound or two thousand dollars for it? And if you're going to donate it, I'm sure, unless they're very lucky that the charity has somebody who knows anything about computers there, they're not gonna know to get that kind of money on it. But you understand the point I'm making here. I know you you want to do the right thing, but sometimes it's easy. Oh, I'll just drop it by the box. And I, I don't know how many times I've gone by these donation boxes in a in a parking lot, and someone's dropping it off, and someone's waiting in their car, and they go over and they go through the stuff to pull out anything good out before it gets into the box, because a lot of people just leave it on the side. <clears throat> That's not your intention either. I mean, nice to help your neighbor out, but I think your intention is to help the charity out. Okay? So, on what we want, you can't call me now in, uh, on my phone, because I'm, uh, this is the same phone that I'm using for the show. On, um, we're going to give the gold and silver price, which is going to be important. I want people to know on this 
right now, gold it took a dip this week, which means it went down, but then goes down as if you bring in some of our competitors. Oh, gold's down. We're going to offer you half the price we're offering before. Gold is at 22.35 per, per ounce. <clears throat> 10 karat gold. Now, I keep on saying, just get an ordinary scale. Before you go to me, before you go anywhere, just don't pile it into a bag and off you go to the nearest gold shop. That is not a good plan. Not if you were smart enough to listen to this show, but not smart enough to do some of the stuff I tell you to do. 10 karat gold, okay, and if you get one of the story, get one of these scales. You get the scale, just plop it on there. Just have an idea how many grams you got. It's not legal for selling. But it's going to give you an idea. It'll tell you you've got 10 or 50. You'll know the difference. And it might surprise you whether it'll be 50 grams. For 10 karat gold, we're paying 25.19 per gram. One gram. Not very big. One gram is really small, actually. Your average ring is going to weigh eight, nine grams. 14 karat gold. I hope you're copying this down. You might use it today. But I want you to copy down my phone number, and I want you to copy down these prices and see how they make a little contest. Just think how much gold has gone up or down lately. 14 karat gold, 35.27. 14 karat gold, 45.35 per gram. Gram, like I said, penny weighs 2.3 grams. Okay, figure this out. 18 karat gold, 55.42 per gram. So if you have 10 grams, which is about the size of a ring, of 22-karat gold, I'm going to give you $550. Now, this is not, but you're these other guys who go into their shop, oh, he doesn't really pay that. Yes, I do. You can copy down. Unless gold goes down dramatically tomorrow, it might be 54, it might be 56. It's going to be in that area. Okay? Um, every dollar, we're paying $15.10 for silver. That's pre-1966, silver, dimes, quarters, halves, and dollars. There's the same amount of silver in uh, 10 dimes as one silver dollar. There really is. You can check it out. But uh, if you have one of those little scales, you'll see they weigh the same. Sterling silver is 69 cents a gram. <coughs> Not 30 cents like these other guys are paying. <coughs> 69 cents a gram. Plus, the other thing, the hidden value is those Franklin Mint sets. There, a lot of those are silver. Or the Olympic sets have silver and gold in them. That's 1972 to 1988. Calgary's got 10 ounces of silver in it. Plus, we also buy silver plate. And for no other reason, when you're selling your gold and silver, you can sell your silver plate. Yeah, that's the same key set that Uncle Harry gave you when you got married in 1970 that you never used, never had tea in, only take it out every couple of years when Uncle Harry comes over, have to clean it, put it on the mantle, and then you get to bring it, put it away, okay? So, and then we, do not clean it before you give it to us. Don't put it in saran wrap. Just get just sell it, and we will wait. We pay by the pound, and, and rather put it in the garbage or scrap it, okay? So, Find the way. We buy local. I want you to buy local. This is where I start telling people what to do. Buy local, but I happen to be local. So it's kind of self-serving for me. I want you to get a second opinion. Whatever you're buying in seven gold, even with us, 
you know something? I'll stand up. I know we try and be fair. If someone's more fair than us, say it be. But I try and give our best prices, and I have to sleep with myself at night, and I want to make sure I've done the right thing. I also want you to wear a mask, okay? And we're saying this, and, and the reason is, if I'm wrong about wearing a mask, i got an ugly piece of cloth on my face. If you're wrong about not wearing a mask, someone gets sick and dies. Maybe. But it's a no-brainer on the wrist. And I want you to get vaccinated. And I want to thank the frontline workers, okay? And you want to get vaccinated? We don't have polio because we have vaccines. We don't have smallpox. We have vaccines. You know, TV, we have vaccines. Get vaccinated. Even before you vote, go get vaccinated. Thank you. Bye. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.